0: What's up, everyone? Welcome back to All Good Points. It's your favorite sports podcast that's hosted by me, Ricky Gray Jr. I know we've had a long break, but the break was due to a lot of wild things going on in the world. But we're back now, and we've got a lot of things to talk about and some questions to answer. Remember to rate and review All Good Points wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow me on Twitter at Ricky Gray Jr. And of course, share the show with your friends. Now let's stop stalling and start the goddamn show. Okay, so I know what you guys are thinking, right? Rick, where have you been? What have you been doing? What's going on? Why were you gone for so long? So on, so forth, etc., cetera, et cetera. Well, to, to be frank, uh, it just got crazy busy. Uh, it got really, really busy for me. I started doing a lot more writing, and it was like juggling a bunch of different things at the same time. Uh, got kind of overwhelming, and then everything shut down, and sports was gone for a while, so I really had not a whole lot of things to talk about. I didn't really have any interviews lined up, so I was like, you know what? I guess right now is a good time to take a break, considering I didn't get to talk about basketball at all because basketball kind of got shut down, and there was nothing that I could do about it, um, so it was kind of... Not necessarily a wanted break, but maybe a needed break. I took a little bit of time. I was able to organize some more things. We moved. Uh, so now everything is set up in a different area, and I've kind of got my whole office set up. So everything is a lot more clean and organized now. Um, now that it's not as hectic. Uh, so that's what I'll say as far as that goes. But here's the thing the the first thing that we're going to talk about is this Patrick Mahomes deal, right? Because that's probably one of the most important things that happened in football uh, during this, you know, hiatus and offseason and stuff like that with the um, what would you I would I would probably say like the unknown of knowing how the NFL is going to work out and so on and so forth. But this Patrick Mahomes deal is insane. 10 years, 503 million dollars. Um I guess I guess one of the things that I want to touch on when it comes to this deal is not necessarily me thinking that Patrick Mahomes isn't worth a huge contract. I do believe wholeheartedly that he's worth a huge contract. The guy is, you know, a Super Bowl winner. One, he's an amazing quarterback, got an incredible arm, can just extend plays with his legs. But he's not one of those guys where he's putting his life on the line with his legs. Like he's smart enough to know when it's better to throw the ball away or when it's better to run or when it's, he's very intelligent. His football IQ is very, very high. So yes, he's worth a ton of money, ton of money. I'm not going to take that away from him. The the problem that I have isn't with the money. The problem I have is with the 10 year part. Ten years is a very long time, and a lot can happen in those 10 years. Now, the Chiefs are posed to, you know, kind of go to the Super Bowl all over again. They're they're right in place to do that, right? Uh Tom Brady is out of the AFC. Is there a whole lot of competition for them in the AFC? Yeah, there's some teams that could give them like a little bit of a run for their money, but there's, there's not really a whole lot of teams that have all of what the Chiefs have, right? So I do think it's possible for Pat to win another Super Bowl. Do I think that after five years, Patrick Mahomes is going to have a little bit of a slowing down period? Yeah, I think after five years is when we're probably going to start seeing a little bit less production from him. Because in those five years, which means five seasons, he's going to be taking more hits. He's going to be getting more damage dealt to him. His arm might not necessarily deteriorate, but he probably won't be able to throw the deep bombs that, you know, he's able to throw right now. There's just, I guess it's it's not even necessarily like those things are going to happen. It's just a huge variable. And the Chiefs set like a 10-year precedent to be like, okay, well, here's these 10 years. And if after five, he gets injured, oh, well, you know, and it's not necessarily, there are injury clauses and things like that. I've read the contract. I know that there's injury clauses. I understand that. My point is that when you have somebody and you lock them down for five years or uh, for 10 years, it turns into not necessarily a what can go right situation it's more of like a what can go wrong because a lot can go wrong in 10 years and you do have teams that are looking to stop Patrick Mahomes and starting to scheme for what he is as a quarterback now he's a very dangerous quarterback not going to take that away from him. very dangerous guy but at the same time a lot of defenses are starting to understand that that's the way that the quarterbacks are going to be of the future so they're starting to scheme for it a lot better. You have better edge rushers now, right? You have guys that are like hybrids between defensive ends and linebackers, and then you have guys that are hybrids between linebackers and defensive backs, so on and so forth. There's, there's so many different hybrid defensive players out there now that they're starting to figure out how to game for certain quarterbacks. Do I think Patrick Mahomes gets figured out this year and he gets shut down? Absolutely not. I don't think Patrick Mahomes gets shut down for another five years. But that's not to say that after the five-year point, the Chiefs start to lose out on that deal. It's a ton of money, half, half a billion dollars. It's insane. It's insane. It's an insane amount of money. Um, And truly, I am happy for, for Patrick Mahomes because I do think that he's worth it. I think he's a great football player and he deserves the money. I just think that the Chiefs, maybe bet a little too heavy on the house when it came to the time. You know, that amount of years is kind of kind of crazy. Um baseball wise, uh there's, you know, we've got opening night this Thursday New York uh New York Yankees versus the Washington Nationals. I promise I was going to get that out. It took me a second, but I got it. Um and the last I saw, uh it was kind of interesting because they are using cardboard cutouts as fans in the stands and using ambient noise. Um, man, what's to be done? What's to be said? You know, uh baseball without fans. Uh baseball's already a, a tough it's not a tough sport to play. Um, are not I wouldn't say tough. It is a tough sport to play, but it's an exciting sport to play, right? But watching nine innings straight isn't necessarily the easiest thing to do. And now that fans are out of the stands, um, I don't think that it gets any easier. I really don't think that it gets any easier. So there's there's something to be said for, you know, trying to create social distancing guidelines in a huge arena like that. Um, obviously you can't have people sitting six feet apart because the seats are directly next to each other. I guess you could technically block out seats. I think that would probably be a good idea. The uh, Same way that they do at restaurants where, you know, you can't sit at, you know, you can only sit at every other booth, I think is the way that it works in restaurants and tables and, and things like that. Um, so there's something to be said there. I think there's a way around it. Uh, I think there's a way to make it to where, um, you know, the guidelines have to be followed in the concourse, and then you have certain fans directed to one concourse, and that's the concourse they can go to, um, concession stands and things like that, they just have their own designated areas, and you can make things safe for people, um, also you're outside, so I don't, I mean, it's tough, it's really, really tough to try to figure out the way to do this the right way, um, but I think having sports without fans really damages what sports is all about. Um, I do understand the you know uh, safety of it all. I get that, right? I understand that the safety part. Um, I was just hoping that maybe they would find some sort of way to make it safe for people to you know visit the games and things like that. I just I was kind of hoping. But what it seems like right now is that every sport is going to not have fans in the stands. I don't think basketball is right around the corner they're going to start up you know basketball right around the corner so um we'll see what their plan is but I think that they're going to be following the same uh track as baseball of being like you know there's no fans and we use ambient noise um I don't know if you guys have watched any of the MLS games but there's no fans and no noise besides the players on the field and that is really interesting it's really interesting to see a field um you know full of players and then like you look in the stands and there's nobody there and there's no noise besides what's happening on the field i think there's a couple so i think there's a couple of gimmicks that they could do um you know from like the basketball baseball and football way of where if you have all of the players mic'd up to where you can hear what the players are talking about i also understand that there comes a time where that gets dangerous because then a player can say anything and it's broadcasted live and that's probably not going to work out too well for some players uh and some people might be upset at what the players are saying on the field but i do think that there's a way that they could you know kind of make it more entertaining um That's not to say I don't have all the answers. You know, I don't have all the answers of how they can make anything better or make anything more entertaining, especially during a time where you almost feel like it shouldn't be happening, anyways. Um, I know that a lot of the NFL players right now are talking about them wanting to guarantee their safety and come up with some sort of, you know, mask, uh, shield kind of thing that can go over their mouth. That's an interesting idea. I don't really know how it's going to work because restricted breathing is one thing you know um like if you're training in an altitude mask i think maybe they could do something like that but i also don't know if that filters all the things they need to filter plus they you know touch each other constantly you know you're in constant contact with somebody so i think it's i think it's really hard to find a way to be like a hundred percent safe um So I think that's like a a dangerous or, you know, kind of like a scary thing to kind of go through, especially if you're the NFL or the NBA or the MLB and being like, well, how do we guarantee like 100% safety? Well, one, we can't like we can't guarantee it. So there's nothing that we can really do. We can just kind of do the best that we can. But at the end of the day, everybody has to understand that the MLB, the NBA and the NFL, they're all businesses that at the end of the day they're all businesses. Yeah, it's sports, right? And we all love sports, but at the end of the day it's a business and they're going to find a way to operate. Um the other thing that I noticed was that they're giving uh players the option to opt out of playing this season. That's a an interesting thing and I don't uh I don't really think that a whole lot of players are going to jump at the opportunity to sit out. Um I think that that could turn into a kind of players versus the league kind of thing, because I don't think if I remember correctly, the league isn't going, or the league won't require the team to play the person that sits out. So that's going to turn into a problem between the NFL and the NFL players association where, you know, they're going back and forth as to how they're going to handle it and, and uh, who's going to get paid and who's not going to get paid. So, there's a whole lot of things that can go wrong with what they're trying to do, but at the end of the day, they're going to do it. Um, There was a couple of questions that I got uh, and we'll get to the question thing um, probably after this, after this little segment here. But one of the, one of the questions was, uh, do I think college football is going to, you know, continue? And the last I heard about college football was that they're going to be playing in their own conference and no out of conference games. I don't, I don't understand how that's better. I think that's the thing that I'm I'm struggling with because as I was reading it, I was like, okay, well they're going to play teams in their conference, but what's the difference between them playing teams in their conference and teams that are out of their conference? Because you're still you're still playing. Um, I guess maybe they're thinking of it as a less games, less uh, less risk kind of situation where if you're not playing as much, then you obviously aren't as risk or you're not at as much of a risk. Um so I think it could be something like that where they're they're thinking that, you know, a less, you know, a, a shorter schedule or something like that will help. The NFL's already said that they're going to get rid of two preseason games. Now this is an interesting one because they said they're either going to get rid of the first game and the last game or they're going to get rid of fuck, I can't remember which one it was. I can't remember if it's a a game in the middle or something like that but I was like why would you get rid of the first and the last game why don't you just say you're only going to have two preseason games or better yet why don't you just say you're going to have one preseason game just a warm-up just a warm-up game people go out there they play you know a couple of minutes maybe even a quarter at most or something like that the starters play like a quarter at most and then you get everybody on it just gets everybody warm like the preseason is kind of just It's a money grab. That's what the preseason is. The preseason is a money grab that they can try to get people to pay more money for. That's all it is. There's nothing special about it. How many starters do you get to see play? None, right? The rookies that you get to see play, they play for a little bit. And then if they're, you know, good starting rookies, they usually get pulled off of the field. There's times where you get to see players that, you know, maybe don't get to shine throughout the season. And then, you know, you can kind of follow that player. But at the same time, I don't think that it's necessarily uh, useful. At this point, if they told me that you know from now on they weren't going to do four preseason games, they were going to do two preseason games, and then start the start the season earlier, I'd be like, okay, that's a good idea, or even start the season later, you know, so it doesn't run into other things. Um, you know, hockey's going to get back going again, and then so what's crazy is hockey's going to get going, basketball's going to get going, and then football's going to get going while baseball is going going. So y- you have all of these leagues playing at the same time now, and it's all just like a dash money grab of being like okay well who's gonna watch what well there's no way that you know the american populace can watch all of these things at one time and keep up with all of them so they're gonna have to drop some of them so revenue streams are gonna get hit but the last thing that any of these leagues wanted to do was be like okay well we're just not gonna play we just won't finish the season out. You can you can even see how serious it was with basketball because of how uh, adamant LeBron James was about coming back to play because that was, oh, I want to come back to play. I want to get a title, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, well, you can still get a title if you start playing again next year, like if you guys call the season off. There's still kind of a asterisk to what's going on right now, right? Because it's like, okay, 30 teams, You know, this is what we're going to do. It's the top teams and we're going to take these guys and so on and so forth. But you're going to have to quarantine yourself in a lobby, um, not in a lobby, in a a hotel. Um, You're going to have to go through, you know, daily tests and things like that to make sure that you're safe. And all of these extra hoops that they're jumping through when they could have been like, you know what? Football is about to start. Let's just not try to run into each other and try to overlap each other. Let's just say, you know, call bygones, be bygones. We're already like we're going to they're going to start basketball towards the end of July. Right. So if they're going to start basketball towards the end of July, they're going at some point to I mean, depending on how fast they do the games. And I don't know what their spacing is for games, because if they're trying to take, you know, seven days in between to get tests done and stuff like that, they're going to run into football. Um, And everybody will tell you that running into football is a bad idea like you don't you don't want to have people choose between another sport and the NFL because no other sport is winning. The NFL is winning that straight up. Um baseball I think was the closest one that got close to saying, you know what, maybe they just won't do a season, but it looks like they've started and maybe they have a good thing going. I'll have to see what the results are as far as, you know, safety and numbers, um like watch numbers and stuff like that for the uh for their opening night, but you know, if they find a safe way to do it and they find, you know, a way that's beneficial to the players and the players are OK with it, then I'm fine with it. Of course, I don't have any control over it or anything like that. I just get to report on it and write on it, which writing on it is part of my job. And the quicker they play, the quicker that I can st- uh, I can get writing again. Um, so I'm all for that. But, you know, I don't necessarily want to be the guy that's like soul selfish on, well, I want to write and I want to report on it. So you guys need to do it. It's like, okay, well, I would rather them feel safer uh, with what they're doing than anything else. Um, So what we're going to do now that we've talked about that stuff, we're going to get to some questions because there's some really cool questions that I want to answer. And there's a question from a uh, former MLB player and former broadcaster that I really want to get to. So Quick break, and we will be right back. All right. So, first question from Thomas Lacey College football in the spring? Um, I guess I guess that's like a way that they could do it is they could go with college football in the spring, kind of like a in between area between sports or something like that, Uh, especially depending on when uh, when football closes and when basketball is planning on beginning, because you've got to think with all the things that happened, everything is getting pushed back or pushed forward. So there's a couple of things that are happening that are a little bit weird. I do see uh, college football probably either going off in the spring, or they might do it in the they, they might do it later this year, like towards the close of this year, depending on what they figure out. Um, NFL allowing fans or no, I don't think that the NFL is going to allow um, fans to be in the stands. I think they're going to take a beat from the uh, from from the NBA and the MLB and uh, kind of keep fans out. That's a huge money hit for them, so I think that I think if they can find any way around it, they're going to find a way around it. But at the same time, they might not be able to. Uh, they might not be able to get away with it. So, yeah, they're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard spot. Um, from my guy twenty nine Josh Nowowski or no Nowakowski, I think I said it right the second time. Holy shit. I'm surprised. But Josh, um, which team do I see most likely signing Jadavion Clowney? Uh, I think he goes to the Titans. I think the Titans are actually working out a deal right now, and um, they probably just haven't announced it yet because they're waiting, I guess, maybe uh, to see what the details of that deal is going to be. But I do see him going to the Titans because the Titans want another edge rusher. Um, Also, do I see the Vikings picking up Antonio Brown? If not, what team picks him up? Antonio Brown isn't going anywhere near Minnesota. Um, I don't think I don't think Rick Spielman, Mike Zimmer, or Ziggy Wolf would allow any of that kind of energy to be brought to Minnesota. I understand that he's a good ball player. I think that he's a great receiver and will probably go down as one of the best hands that have ever played in the NFL. He's a great uh, great wide receiver. Um, they call him Tony Totap for a reason, and I'm not going to take that away from him. But at the same time, he has gone to different uh, teams and messed up locker rooms and gotten involved with, you know, bad-mouthing organizations and things like that. And one thing Minnesota doesn't really like anymore ever since their little, uh, uh, what was it, yacht incident, Uh, they don't want any bad publicity. And Antonio Brown will bring a lot of bad press to them. So, yeah, no, I don't think he goes there. And I also don't really think any team takes a chance on him like that. You know, he already went to the Patriots and he messed that up. And if you're messing up going to the Patriots, dude, there's, I don't think there's a whole lot of hope for you. Also, he just did announce that he's retiring again from the NFL. Um, Last but not least, from Jose Mota, uh, if you guys are unfamiliar with who's, who uh, Jose Mota is, he is a uh, play-by-play announcer for the Los Angeles Angels um, on Fox Sports West. He actually played for the Kansas City Royals, San Diego Padres. He was a second baseman. Um, also got drafted by the Oakland Athletics, if I remember correctly. Uh, but yeah, so he, you know, made his made his debut with the Padres. So happy to get a question from him. Um, what is my favorite baseball st- uh, statistic? Um, That is mine. Mine is definitely RBIs runs batted in because that's a like sacrifice play. Um, A lot of times you'll get guys that do sacrifice bunts and stuff like that. But um, RBIs is my favorite because it's like the most unselfish thing you can do. You can try to go for, you know, a home run or something like that. But if you know you got somebody on third and you can bring them in, then you're probably going to do something that just get a nice little contact hit that drops the ball, you know, right in between outfield and infield get your boy in whether you get struck out or not, or uh, whether you get, you know, thrown out or not, that's on you. But, um, at the same time you were able to get your boy in. So, uh, I was never a big hitter uh, when I was playing baseball. So the thing that I would focus on most of the time was RBIs. So that's my favorite uh, favorite one because I feel like it's a really unselfish play. Um, but that is that is it for the questions and that is it for this week's episode and the return of All Good Points. We'll be back again next week to talk to you guys about some more stuff. I'll probably be doing another Q&A kind of thing too. So you guys can ask me questions because as sports stands right now, there's not a whole lot going on. There's not a lot of games to talk about. So it would really help if you guys drop questions. Um, you can also hit me up on Twitter at Ricky Gray Jr. Ask me questions there. So yeah, um, you guys you guys go ahead and let me know what you want me to answer or if you have any questions or any topics that you'd like to talk about. Uh, you can also email me at allgoodpointspodcast at gmail.com if you want to be on the show. Um, so Yeah. You guys have a great rest of your week. Enjoy the sports that you get to watch. Enjoy opening day. Please tune in to opening day because they're going to need the numbers. Uh, But you guys have a great rest of your week, and I will talk to you next time. Thank you for listening.